Jack LeBron. Hi, I'm David Reynolds, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whittler and Craig Ravel, and we're joined by Nick Perkett. Fresh from his win, well actually he's not quite fresh, it's a few days old, but I'm sure he's still enjoying the fruits of his labours at the Sydney Motorsport Park. Nick Perkat, welcome on board and congratulations. Thanks guys, thank you for having me. It was a, a wonderful job by you and your team. We've uh, long known that BJR are uh, uh, top guns when it comes to uh, any of that pit stop stuff and they delivered what you were able to uh, take full advantage of and uh, stay out front. Yeah, it was good. Um, obviously, there's a lot of strategy that goes into the races now, and um, some teams chose to, you know, show their hand on race one, and some chose race two, and some chose race three. So, yeah, for us, the car was good all weekend, straight out of the truck, and yeah, we were inside that top five, six in all the sessions, and um, you know, all the most of the racing. So it was uh, the car was good, and um, it was awesome to get a win for Brad and the team again because. Obviously, been a long time between drinks, and um, yeah, just helped. You know, it's just a good bit of morale boost in this, you know, pretty ordinary time that everyone's having to live at the moment. So, yeah, it couldn't have come at a better time, really. And the great thing is, you're going back to the track you last won at. That could be much better, could it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Uh, it's good to go back to a happy hunting ground, but you know, um, everyone develops the cars so quickly with setup wise and gets on top of it real quickly. So, you know. Under no illusion that I would go back there and be inside the top five again. We have to work hard and make sure that we you know, prepare as well as we can, exactly like we did for the last one. So, yeah, it's nice to go back to where you've just won, but it doesn't mean that you're obviously let off. It's um, probably actually harder because yeah, there's a bit more expectation now. So we need to just keep uh, keep the goals in check and you know go there like we normally would and have that the aim to be inside that top six every race and um, try and you know, bag a good bunch of points again. Now, it will be a track that you would have first driven in a Formula Ford. Would that be correct? Yeah, first time I raced there was in the Formula Ford in 2008 with Sonic. And I think we won there that weekend too. So um, generally a happy hunting ground. Okay. Is there some aspect of the track that, you know, where you particularly shine? Is there some part of it that you know, you're particularly good at or particularly enjoy? Um. No, not really. I, I enjoy the circuit itself. It's, you know, that medium-high speed, a lot of tyre digs, so the cars float around and move around a lot. And I don't know, I just think the way I go about driving the car and the way I think I've managed to, there's a few circuits, ideally you want to be able to do it with all of them, that you, you pick the key spot where the car needs to feel a certain way. And, um, yeah, there's a there's a couple of corners of Eastern Creek if I know the car's not handling a certain way that it's not going to be that quick. So, you know, I... I put a lot of effort in with AE, my engineer, to making sure we're quick at a certain spot or have a good a balance that I'm after. And then generally, it um, takes care of itself for the actual pace. So, yeah, it's just one that I've got, I think I'm in tune with it quite well. One of the things that would have been very different for you, of course, would be no Brad, no Kim there. Um, <laughs> that would have been uh, rather uh, uh, devastating sort of thing. Obviously, they're on the phone pretty quickly afterwards. Yeah, it wasn't ideal not to have Brad Kim there. And, um, you know, even there's a lot of people still at home at Albury watching on TV that would normally be at the track. So it would have been nice to have everyone there. And, um, you know, it was just 
just different times. It's the way we're living at the moment and you know, not even having the team down at Park from A to celebrate. You know, you can't high five and hug each other and um, enjoy the moment. It's um, it's definitely, you know, you've got to still be conscious of the social distancing rules and all the new procedures we have in place. So it was, it was great to get the win, um, but it was definitely a, a pretty unique feeling. Um, you know, even my radio... I held with four laps to go, so when I crossed the line, it was dead silent. <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was. It's a bit different, but you know, to get a win this level is um, extremely difficult. So I'm just happy to get another one. To be honest, you're based in Victoria. You're yep. now in Albury after the SOS was put out that to save our season. Everyone in Victoria who's part of the supercar travelling crew needs to uh, get on their bike and, and get out before the border closure. How how long did it take you to be able to respond to that or had you already been talking with the team and had a plan in place? Um, yeah, obviously I watched the same press conference as the whole kind of probably nation did or whole Victoria. Um, and as soon as I saw what was being said, it was pretty clear what was going to happen. So. Um, I think Brad was on the phone to me within 10 minutes of that finishing. Um, I didn't have a real plan in place um, at all because, I don't know, it's something that I've never experienced or a lot of us haven't. So, um, you know, I just packed my essential things that I would normally do during the week and um, grabbed Nelson and, yeah, headed on up and tried to keep it as normal as possible with what I'm going to be doing. So, you now I've got my, my card up here. Um, so I can do some laps in that. I got obviously Nelson. We got my my bike thing sent up um, because that's coming from the manufacturer. Um, it hadn't actually got to Melbourne yet, so that's been redirected to Albury. And um, yeah, I'm just going to try and do my normal things just in a, a different spot. But I think you know, out of all the drivers and teams, myself and Todd are very fortunate that BJR is actually in Albury. So when we come here, um, you know, we can either stay with people from the team. Um, when we come into the, the workshop, it's the normal workshop. It's not a temporary one it's out in Sydney somewhere. You know, it's, there's a lot of normality for us because we're up here quite a bit. So um, for me, it's more just um, don't get to see, obviously, your friends and stuff back in Melbourne. And I'm not at home, but it's, uh, we're, we're very lucky that, that, you know, it's actually 80% normal, to be honest. So, um, yeah, it's just a credit to all the Victorian teams that, you know, would have had cars on hoist and not assembled and they all had to get those together, plus say goodbye to families or whatever they had to do in that time and get in the car. So um, it's, it's pretty crazy, but um, you know, I've got Nelson with me, so there's some normality there, so I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's chocolate, Nelson, that you're a faithful hound. Exactly. He follows me everywhere. Never far away. Tell me, uh, uh, you would have heard the rumours, I imagine you would have heard the rumours that were going around about possibility of the race meeting being brought forward a week to this weekend. Had, had you heard any of that? Actually, I only heard that. Um, Where did I hear that from? I think I was talking to uh, Tom Randall, but obviously he's my co-driver, and was chatting last night. On the, we are both driving up, and he mentioned that, but I hadn't heard that, I guess. Um, it's probably a little bit more spoken about within the support categories because obviously um, it's a pretty big deal for them to leave because you know they don't have full-time crew as much as, say, supercars, main game. So for them to get all their crew and stuff and come up a week or so early is um, huge. So, yeah, he was talking 
or he'd heard that it might happen. But I honestly, I'm not really across that. And until I hear things directly from Brad and the team, I um, just tend to keep my nose down and um, worry about what I'm doing. And then when Brad tells me what's going on, um, you know, react to that. Mm. Yes, certainly part of the uh, the the rumor mill yesterday when it was all uh, going left, right and centre was race this weekend at Sydney Motorsport Park and then head up to Darwin and try and get the race in at Darwin uh, in a week or two weeks gap and then hopefully the border would be open and everyone could go back to Victoria. At, at this point in time, what have you packed for? Three weeks away, uh-huh. a month away, or you're washing every second day just to keep yourself in clean jocks and socks? <laughs> No, I um, emptied the old underwear drawer, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sweet there. I've got, um, you know, I have everything I would need to survive for you know, my normal washing <laughs> route, I guess, for the week. Um, you know, that's like I said, I've got all my running kits, multiple kits of that, all my cycling kits, swimming, um, normal clothes, um, team kit, uh, like, yeah, good big bags of dog food and <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, just took everything that was um, probably needed and then, yeah, just used a washing machine like a normal human and, um, yeah, but it's uh, it's pretty crazy. The car was fully loaded, definitely. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and do you have a feeling about when you uh, get to open that front door again? Uh, I don't know. I've been not hold this or there's no rumour in this, but I have a gut feeling late August would probably be the next time I see my house. That is, that's quite a commitment, like particularly for guys, young children and and mm, correct. mechanics on a car, the, the superstars, as we've seen with football, the superstars, uh, it's almost as if it's expected, it's your job. But uh, there is so many support staff that go into getting you into the position you're in. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like myself and Todd obviously come up and there was no way I wouldn't. But the amount of staff from, you know, your Tickford, Walkinshaw, Team 18, Kelly's, um, and then all the support crew, uh, supercar teams, like Super 2 and stuff, like it's incredible that they've just done this um, at the drop of the hat. And, you know, no one, it's not expected, but, you know, nearly the, the nation expected if that makes sense you know it's like wow actually it's not like yeah, a lot of people are praising the fact that it happened so quickly and um, everyone had such short notice because obviously AFL knew about it for a lot longer so their guys were already getting out into their little hub and there's still people that weren't willing to do it and they probably had a week and a half where for us it was this is what's happening and everyone just literally dropped of a hat did it and um, there was no complaining and um, everyone just banded together and helped each other when they needed and and it was, you know, it was, it was quite good to see, you know, I had phone calls yesterday from other teams asking if I needed help with anything. And, you know, I was bringing people to see if they needed any help. And, um, yeah, it's just nice to see that the supercar family or the motorsport family really banded together. And it was, you know, we're one team. It wasn't um, us versus them. It was, what do you need to do to get out of here so we can keep doing what we love? So it was, um, it was quite impressive. Now, you said you got your cart with you. It. Yeah. Yeah, from my memory, the track's in Wodonga, which is the other side of the Murray. Is that yeah, mean is. we'll we'll be seeing it circuit Mark Weber in Canberra doing a few laps? There's a hundred percent what's going to happen because I got people saw my 
socials and they said, why the hell are you taking a go-kart? The, the track's on the wrong side of the, the border. And I said, you're forgetting about Newcastle and Canberra and Eastern Creek and Wagga. Um, there's a lot of tracks I can go tour to. And because I'm calling myself a bit of a gypsy now, I don't have a house. I've just got a dog in my trailer. It's um, If I want to go during the week and go spend a couple of days at Canberra Kart Track, I'll speak to the club and see if I can get on and um, do that and go to Newcastle and stuff like that. So, yeah, for me, I literally spoke to Melbourne Kart Centre and yesterday they weren't even opened and they opened the doors for me so I could go get some tyres and oils and chain lubes and that and loaded the trailer with spares and um, they were mega. And I did, you know, did the same with my bike. You know, I'm just going to go and ride some roads that I'll never get to ride. And the bike company that helped me out with Savello, they said, yep, we'll send your bike straight to Albury and um, pick it up there. So it's, it's cool that everyone's been so helpful. Um, and yeah, like you said, I'm going to, see some pretty cool tra- go-kart tracks and some pretty cool roads on the bike and all my training will be a bit different now. But, um, yeah, I wasn't prepared to just jump and you know, take my racing kit and that's it. Um, I need some other things to stop me going a little bit insane from being away from home for this long. Mm. A lot of drivers have businesses or studies that they're doing uh, on top of their racing. What about your other life? Or is the exercise and the, the training all your other life? Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate. You know, there's a lot of us on the grid. There's a few on the grid that, you know, obviously um, have other things going on to you know, make money and stuff like that. Um, you know, yeah, like you say, there's a few out there with different businesses. I think Scotty Pye has to have his own side thing going on, um, which would be the most public one that everyone knows about, I guess. Um so for me, you know, driving is the only thing I have to worry about with Brad and the team. So, um, yeah, outside of racing, I guess I, you know, I do enjoy motorsport and um, I do a lot of stuff hanging out with Nelson, which is kind of funny because he's just a dog. But, yeah, I've had to leave um, some loved ones and friends and, you know, commit to not seeing them because, um, I guess, outside of racing, I've got a pretty close group of friends that um, I enjoy spending a lot of time with. and hanging out with and you know they're not in the motorsport world so it's uh yeah it'll be it'll be different because now I'll literally be living and breathing just motorsport i won't have that little outlet of um kind of hanging out with people outside our little bubble because it is very easy to get caught up inside the bubble of supercars um so that's why i've made sure and then cherish the friends that i've got that are outside it to you know keep you grounded and keep you in reality so it's um it'll be interesting um so we'll see how we are go. They, but, uh, um, but, are they carters or bikers? Which which group do they fall in? Uh, both. I've got people that I'm out on the bike with, and um, then I've got some friends that I grew up racing carts with. That obviously now, um, you know, they're doing normal jobs. We got we got it all covered in our little friendship group. We got bike riders, carpenters, plumbers, <laughs> line markers, uh, car salesmen. You know, we've got a good little crew. So um, yeah, it's just be it'd be hard not to see them because you know when I moved to Melbourne, I didn't know anyone in 2008 um, or seven, whatever it was. Um, and I made these friends and um, you know, they've become lifelong friends and they were like my little support crew in Melbourne when I have no family there. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. But now mm-hmm. I've obviously got Brad and Jim and the whole team here to annoy. <laughs> since we've been talking on the phone, um, Daniel Andrews has just come out and announced that there's a six-week lockdown in Melbourne. So there's only four reasons you can leave your house. Those four reasons, of course, were exercise, buying food, going to work. I can't remember what the fourth one was. Um, but uh, so it's a very different 
platform that you'd be going back to in Melbourne. Where do you stay in Albury? Uh, I'll place myself out of a hotel for a few nights, um, just to you know protect the team and make sure I haven't um, somehow got an issue with uh, contracting COVID or anything like that. I've got no reason to think I would have it, but um, just to play it safe. And then once I'm um, all clear there, I'll, I'll move in with Macaulay, actually. Um, so that'll be, that'll be fun. He's heavily into his fitness and um, tarding and stuff like that. So it'll be, it'll be good to um, you know, pay him a bit of rent and bunker in. <laughs> <laughs> and how's Nelson the, uh, get on with the ducks and the chooks? Well, we'll find out in a few days' time when Nelson meets um, the duck. Um, it'll be funny. Uh, I think he'll be more scared of it than the duck is of him, to be honest, from what I've seen. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, to start off, um, obviously play it safe. And then um, once all good, um, I'll be shacking up there. But who knows? Might have to buddy fly for a rental up here if it's been how long I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like being in Melbourne, seeing places and uh, postcodes shut down, and you're sitting there looking at your postcode going, it's either one number off or, you know, or it's uh, getting, I'm going to stay at uh, a mate's place because it's my number next. Yeah, I see. I kind of went with a different tack because obviously the mainstream media is pretty doom and gloom. So actually since the AGP, I have not turned my TV on to free-to-air. TV, nor watch the news, or turn my car radio on. Um, so, from my source of information, I literally just log on to VicGov's website and um, read the facts. I don't get caught up in all the the other stuff. So, um, you know, I knew that the hotspots were getting closer and closer to where I was. But oh, I'm very central in Melbourne, um, quite close to CBD. So, um, yeah, once it looked a bit more full on. I think it was about last Tuesday or Wednesday, I actually put myself into, not a self-quarantine because there was no issue there. I was actually just put myself in my own lockdown. So um, all I would do was honestly walk Nelson around the block um, and then not have any contact with anyone and um, had all my groceries and anything delivered to the door and stuff like that. So you know, the last seven days, I've already actually isolated myself away from it. So um, that was just my own personal choice to make sure I could still do the job for the team in a few weeks' time and didn't want to have any risk there. So, um, yes, uh, it is hard, though. Obviously, people watching all the all the media and um, it is it is bad, obviously, but it's, um, I try to just keep it pretty factual and um, not let it you know, fill my head with any too much negativity, I guess. Well, picking up that note, uh, Nick, um, I'm sure you'd be well aware that both Craig and myself and many, many other people throughout the world of motorsport have a dear spot for Brad and Kim and all the boys and girls who are involved in BJR because it's a, a team of real racers and I, I can assure you that there are an awful lot of people have an awful lot of glee with the fact that you or any of the other BJR crew deliver a, a win to the team. So we wish you all the best for the next round of Supercars 2020 and thank you for joining us on Inside Supercars Nick so best of luck with it all and uh, enjoy your time at Sydney Motorsport Park for a second time this year No worries guys, thank you for having me Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media Tune in next time for more 
or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.